rock and roll music photographers, what comes to mind? Maybe Jerry Schatzberg with Bob Dylan? Maybe we're talking about uh, Anton Corbin with U2 and the Joshua Tree? Maybe we're talking about Henry Ditts, who did, uh, of course, The Doors and Morrison Hotel, the legendary album cover. Heck, maybe we're even talking about Mick Rock, who did Iggy and the Stooges or Queen too. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am here to introduce to you the latest and the mo one of the most high-in-demand music photographers in the world today. We're pleased to welcome to the show Ren Evans. Ren lives in Nashville, and her work is, uh, how do I say this, unbelievable. She is so talented. She captures people on the road like no one, no one does. She recently has done a lot of work with uh, skyrocketing uh, Maggie Rogers. She's done a lot of work with um, country artists like Margot Price. Uh, you know, she's been in the room with Bob Weir, with uh, Emmy Lou Harris. She is absolutely stunning the way she uses the camera to capture moments in ways that no one sees until you see them through her lens. In addition to that, Ren Evans is a very cool social activist. She is an outstanding person, super funny. It was an absolute delight to have her on the show. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope you check her out. Ren Evans, W-R-E-N-N-E, -E, and then E, V as in Victor, A-N-S, Ren Evans. And um, yeah, it was a treat to have her on the show. Um, for those of you on the audio version of the podcast, there's a section where we, we kind of go a little bit through some of her photography. Um, so I encourage you, if you can, to check out like the video section of the, of the interview on, on my Instagram, at Podcast, just so you see, kind of like follow what we're talking about. But that's just a little part. Um, you can definitely get the sense on the audio. So ladies and gentlemen, we welcome Ren Evans to the J-Rod Concerts Podcast. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much. So first of all, before I butcher your name for, you know, for an extended period of time, it's Ren, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. How are you, Ren? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for giving me a piece of your time. Um, you're one of the most in-demand music photographers right now. Super talented, one of the hottest, that, you know, everyone loves it. Um, people that don't know your name, they definitely rec they will recognize you once they see some of the iconic images that you've already taken. So. Too kind. No, no, no. I wasn't so ready for that. You came in hot with that. No, well, listen, you know, it was great. It was great that we connected and, and we did it like by serendipity. So that's awesome. I know. I, that's what I'm really enjoying enjoying about right now is um 
like I, I have time to share things and like give care to my email, my inbox. And it's, <laughs> yeah. cool, it's cool to connect with people right now. And, and I, I've really enjoyed that's good. That's cool. That aspect of quarantine. That's awesome. That's great. And you know, like you're our first music photographer. We, you know, we talk to artists, we talk to producers, we talk to all that things. But I've, I've always felt like one of the most underrated parts of music is the photography, right? Like you see iconic images like Sgt. Pepper's or the Joshua Tree or Born to Run, and and the camera lens is part of what makes that album. So, yeah. so glad you're here. Um, before we get started, I do want to ask you some questions, but first about like current events. I feel like uh, it behooves to me if I first didn't ask you a little bit about, the, you know, the, the protest of the past 10 days, the Black Lives Matter movement, and, and, and do you have any thoughts on that? Um, it's, been, it's been tough, definitely been very tough. Uh, I, I've seen so many people that I've never seen be active before. And that's super, super encouraging. And I'm hopeful because of that. And, um, you know, the other day we had a protest here in Nashville that was led by some teen girls and like thousands of people were there. Like it, that, that's the stuff that not only gives me hope for future generations but also just for right now like um i i've i've protested i've seen people out doing things and doing good work and it's it's re a really hard time and i i i just yeah i I want to be able to do my part and push the people around me to do their part as well. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Really, really passionate about that aspect. Yeah. It, it feels different this time. It feels like, uh, like there's some, some real, 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 you know, uh, meat to the bone, if you will. Right. And it changes day by day. Really. Yeah. 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 And before this protest uh, and, uh, you know, 2020, 20, the Corona thing, how have you been handling it since March or February or whatever? Um, I, I was, I was on a, I was in production. I was like on a job when I had to go home, which was a bummer. Um, obviously as far as affected industries go, <laughs> <laughs> looking pretty grim for mine. Um, the music industry as a whole, the touring music industry, that is suffering in ways that I, I can't really fathom because there's so many moving parts, so many different people affected. Um, and since we all were sent home, I haven't uh, really picked up cameras and it's it feels very strange to not be moving in that sure. way because um, touring is is a big part of my life and I'm used to a high level of activity and being in a different place every single day so there's this very strange adjustment um, and everyone is having to go through that in some way 
Yeah, definitely, Ryan. Let me ask you about uh, about your, um, where were you born? Hey, where did you grow up? Did you grow up around music? Talk to me a little bit about your childhood. I certainly grew up around music because I am from Nashville, which is where I live right now. Um, I, I grew up here uh, and was in a very, you know, suburban part of Nashville growing up. Um, private school, all that. But uh, towards the end of high school, I kind of got more involved with like our garage rock scene, like the punk scene, a lot of that was really taking off um, in like, you know, 2009 to mm-hmm. through to 2014, 15. So um, that was kind of when I started shooting a lot more stuff and I was really interested in documenting that scene so music has been a pretty big part of my life uh since I was a kid but I mean the biggest part about growing up in Nashville and in that particular scene was like there was all of these all ages shows like music was accessible to us which I forget isn't necessarily something accessible to all people at an early age because not everyone it's like 18 and up most venues but we had a lot of and nashville is a place where like you go through like broadway you go to any any pub any bar and the house bands are professionals all of them it's like the standard of playing in nashville is absolutely outstanding so if you grew up there (laughs) that's awesome good for you i i'm not a performer myself but i would say my some of my friends here are some of the most talented musicians i know yeah, that's great, Ren. Yeah. And um, let me ask you, what, why, why do you do what you do? Why are you a music photographer? What makes it all worth it? Oh, you, uh, you have to look in the mirror and sometimes ask that, especially right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've always been drawn to scenes and like being a fly on the wall. And I... I like to document things for the sake of like history and my interest in just like that time and place could be important sometime in the near future. And I, I like to see that kind of growth and it's cool to, I mean, coming from a city that did a lot of growing over the past 10 years. Yeah there's this you know I look back at photos and like it's there's so much change and that's when I like see oh like being a photographer has a lot of value with that and music is a very tough part of I guess photography because especially touring it's very grueling and you're tired all the time and you your equilibrium is just non-existent like you you're in a different city every day humans are not meant to do that um (laughs) so i think the stuff that's always worth it is i mean for me like if i make a difference in something like even if it's i get an email from a young girl being like hey i really like what you do it's really inspiring like that's the stuff that's like that that'll fuel me because I I was there once and it's really hard to be a 
woman in that role. And um, I, I think that's really what makes it worth it. And also just getting to meet amazing people. Like I, I've toured with some, um, like some of my best friends now. Yeah. Really. It's powerful. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And we'll definitely, I want to take a little detour and then get back to the photography. You, humans are not meant to be in a different city. Every day, right? <laughs> no. just, just curious what, like, you know, for those of us that haven't, well, that have not been on tour, you know, like on our knees, we got to run and take a bus because we got to be in whatever, Oklahoma next morning. What is like, is, is Red Bull your go-to? It's like late night coffee. Like, like what's your, your pick me up? Oh man. Okay. I'm, I'm a very health conscious person and I, I stick to a very strict diet and exercise regimen, but especially on the road because I, I can't think of anything worse than being sick on a tour bus and what that does to everyone around you. It kills the vibe and you're, you're expected to perform and do, you know, do things all day long. Um, it's it's tough you know like i i i wake up pretty early i do my morning rituals lots of coffee that that is like i i don't really i don't do the energy drink thing but lots of coffee yes lots of coffee okay that's I your drug of choice yeah taking care of my body big priority <laughs> yeah but you're absolutely right like you know we, we only see the scenes in the buses of like the happy members everyone jamming it but what if someone you know has a sick is vomiting like it kills the vibe you're absolutely right and the thing is we all have our bad days and you because you're living on a bus with a bunch of people it's like you have a bunch of roommates and you you have a lot of respect for each other you mm. have to have a lot of respect for each yeah. other and spatially and just like kind of knowing that people you know have moods they they need they need to take care of themselves so everyone kind of like works around each other that's and it's, cool that's how you become a good family <laughs> very very good good tip just not only music but for life uh, you brought up you yeah inspirational quotes right there uh you brought up uh, being a fly on the wall um basically the camera as a truth teller if you will uh has looking through the eyes of the camera ever revealed something to you about a person about an artist or any person that maybe you, you didn't see with your own two eyes um, you know, it's, I've been touring with someone that is also a dear friend and to see their career blast off, <laughs> uh, so quickly, um, you, you don't really have the real time processing of that. Mm. And I would imagine she doesn't really either. And so, um, I kind of, I, I've found this to be the case where some some monumental moment is happening. I'm capturing it, whether it's like a, like a photographic moment or maybe some some doc footage. Um, I I kind of recognize in that moment what it is. I'm like, wow, this is going to be really special. But like, I don't fully process it till I'm like maybe the tour is over and I'm looking through things and I'm like, whoa, we did that. Like we went to Australia last year and I'm still thinking about that being like, whoa, that's <laughs> sick. Sydney Opera House. Yeah. 
like I mean that I think you, when you're on tour you you have no ability to process and my entire role is like to to pay attention to other people and what they're doing and like just be on all the time yeah and you know you're talking about Maggie Rogers right just to clarify yeah okay Okay, cool Uh, do you think technology has helped or hindered uh, music photography Ooh. um (laughs) I I think the um the idea that anyone could be a photographer with the iPhone thing gets gets kind of on my nerves sometimes because um uh, it takes away from you enjoying the show uh yeah and i i mean like i would say phones are like the big problem but yeah. uh, as far as like photographic technology go i'm i'm all for it like sony stuff is great just like have to plug that for a second because they uh they've got some good technology that's really bailed me out in some yeah. situations and um i think I'm I'm like not really that tech savvy, but I mm. I like shoot a lot of films, so like that's I try to keep a good healthy balance between the two, and um, yeah I'm I don't I don't get iPhone stuff really. <laughs> but you know it's 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 so true, Ren. Um, the other day I think I was watching some Fleetwood Mac mid two thousands concert, maybe two thousand four five. Oh. It was right before cell phones exploded. Oh my god! And there was a purity a purity to it there was like a couple people with their like point and shoot but like that's all you could right. see right it was and, yeah I, different energy man i forget what that looks like i guess and i i know people talk about that a lot like not an <laughs> iphone in sight sort of thing but you do i do remember going to you know big arena shows as a kid and i would bring my little point and shoot digital camera to take photos and like now people like i i if i'm at a show i just like don't take photos unless i'm like hired to be there i guess and like that i'm not taking iphone photos because i like i would like to enjoy a show once yeah yeah yeah. um and yeah it's a it's it's a really it's bizarre when you're looking out into a crowd and it's just people holding up iphones yeah i I still think that's weird (laughs) yeah it sure is, but you know you gotta get those YouTube clicks. I guess I don't know what, what what's going. I don't on. know where they're po- Instagram is probably where it's all going, but I mean, who's to say? Well, a lot of them are not going anywhere. That's that's a, that's the first part. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> oh, Ren, that's awesome. You're super productive. I and you know we we came across um, because of the interview. I interviewed recently Julia from yeah. the Foxies, and and she and uh, what what caught my attention was she did. I told her this. But I'll tell you right now, obviously, she did a groundbreaking video for, for one of her latest singles. Um, super amazing. It, it's pretty iconic, actually. So I, I hope more people get to see it. I know it was on Rolling Stone recently, so I think it's going to catch some fire and people are going to talk about it a lot. Amazing video and you directed it. So I wanted to ask you uh, to expand a little bit on, on this experience of making this video. Oh, my God. So that was my first time directing a music video. Um, my friend Morgan called upon me to direct and I'm like, I've never done this before. She was like, you're fine. Like just having someone be like, just tell me what you need, but you're going to do it. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Um, and then like, as she, as she was sharing um, her idea for the video, 
uh, I slowly was like, oh, this is like real. Like my first music video is going to involve teenagers, like extras, which is a big, big thing to take on um, because that's a lot of coordination uh, and direction. So, uh, okay, you're gonna have to deal with teens. Oh, and John Oates is going to play the PE coach. The PE coach, yeah. Coach Oates, yeah. You know, that, I mean, like, I was really, really excited to be able to kind of just get thrown in like that because I, I, I function pretty well in that sort of situation. But it was super empowering um, to yeah. have my friend ask me to do this and have people look to me, I guess, and be like, what do you think? Like, what do you want to do here? And it, it was a very creatively empowered situation. Everyone that we worked with was just so professional and amazing. <laughs> yeah. It looks like it's going to be the first of many for sure. Um, I have to ask you, Ren, what's the most difficult person that you've had to work with? <gasps> no. Um, that's hard. Or you can, if you don't want to say names, you can just, just tell us the situation. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> well, this is, this is like, pro I mean, I, I work for Red Bull Music mm -hmm. often, um, as a, like a photo manager for their festivals. Um, and I, I love doing that kind of stuff like on the side because I get to kind of direct the creative vision um, for the photography and like hire people, which is like awesome. But uh, I, I have to throw my photographers into situations sometimes that involve working with a lot of difficult people. And most of it's not the difficult artists, it's their difficult handlers, mm. they're like managers publicists yeah for so people had, yeah so we've had a few times on those festivals where we've had like arranged things like portraits or you know um various set up things where they just don't show and uh that really bumps me out yeah so that that's usually um something we deal with every year so i'm trying to get better about it uh and you know, be patient with people, but sure. um, <laughs> as a photographer, you mostly are just dealing with uh, difficult other photographers, particularly male photographers when you're at festivals, I've noticed. Really? Mm, so I would say they're, a little, they're more difficult than artists usually. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm hoping that one of, I mean, this just a theory, but I hope that next year when everything starts bouncing back, people are going to have this new appreciation for the whole thing, just for the sound check, for the photographer, for the photo pit, for everything. And everyone is just going to be nice to each other, man. Like Jesus. I can only hope for that because there's so much grace that we have to give each other right yeah. now. We will have to for a very long time in order to sustain this new world or whatever. 100%. Yeah. yeah, and it's going to involve a lot of patience and kindness, I think. Definitely, Ren, 100%. Wow, you've been so generous with your time. I do want to do, do a little exercise with you, if you will. I want to I share my screen, and I want to show you some of your shots. 
Oh and my I, God. Yeah, 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 but just just a couple. And I want you to, um, we'll have to figure out how we do this for the audio podcast version, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, but I just, I just want to get your first, uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, share screen. I think this is it. I don't know. Are you seeing? I, hold on. Not seeing anything. Let oh, me, wait, let me know. Here we go. You good? You see it? Okay, cool. Okay, cool. All right. I have, I have a folder here for you. All right. <gasps> Semi-prepared. Semi-prepared. All right. Let's start with the first one. Just first thoughts. Just tell us about it. Well, what's on your mind? I and love that jazz. All right. Oh. <laughs> um, would it help if I, uh, I describe the image for the audio portion? Yes, yes, of course. Whatever you want. Um, okay, so this is a photo of a bunch of legends in the backstage area of the Ryman. So this was shot for a uh, for Bob Weir, um, mm-hmm. and Bob is awesome. First of all, uh, follow him on Instagram; it's insane. But um, he he had a show planned right it it was i think what i don't i don't even remember the date but the point is uh he had a show planned and then we had a really devastating tornado in nashville so he turned it into a benefit show and invited a bunch of legendary people um some of which include emilu harris margo Mm. price Mm. um dave cobb uh, truly, truly legendary people. So that that is the group photo of all of them. Uh, it's a great photo. Oh, thank you. Honestly, that that was one one of the coolest things I've done this year. That's great. All right, let's move along. Let's move along. Let's move along. Oh, I like this one. <laughs> okay, so this is a. Uh, <laughs> This is a photo of Maggie Rogers. Uh, This is right after her Glastonbury set. It was hot. Um, She has some, I think it's, it's canned water. Yeah. Canned water on her head and on her neck and some ice cubes in her mouth. So Mm. it was so hot. And like the time of day, like seriously bless her for this because it was brutal out there. And she took it like a champ but uh there was no running water at this point in glastonbury so we all just kind of had to make do with what we had and uh that was some ice water and that's part of glastonbury right ren like like i guess like got like you know being a soldier and the elements that's like part of its allure right truly and again one of those very special special days that's awesome. Yeah, it's a great, great pick. Let's see. Let's move on to this one. Okay, another one of, of Maggie with... You, oh, you, you describe it. Okay, so this was actually <laughs> the first day I ever toured with Maggie. Um, this is this is like an... Emo- this is emotional. Whoa, like I'm feeling something looking at this. Yeah. Uh, so this is Maggie and Rostam. Uh, they worked on Falling Water together. This um, Rostam, of course, used to be a part of our Vampire Weekend. Now he's doing his own thing. Yeah. Yeah. So this is in San Francisco at the Fillmore. This was the first day of the fall tour in there. Um, this is in the balcony. I oh man, that's 
that feels like yesterday, but it was it, time has passed. Since <laughs> <laughs> Great photo, super emotional, definitely yeah. captured it. Let's see. Oh, okay, this one's great. We just have a couple more to go, but this one's great. <laughs> and I have no idea what's happening here. No idea. No one does, right? Okay, <laughs> this this unexpectedly became very very important for for some of my friends, especially the ones in this photo. They just we did not plan this really. Okay, so this is a photo of a great Nashville band called Blank Range. Uh, they're all holding chickens, um, kind of in like a floral bed. Uh, but this, we shot this a few years ago. Um, I think the owner of this house had chickens and we just kind of like, I think this was Taylor's idea. Taylor is the, this amazing bass player. Um, he he uh, plays with a bunch of people in Nashville, but I think this was his concept. Mm. And it turned out great. And I still get a giggle out of this. Were the chickens helpful with the shoot? Like, wh you what know, was that about? They, they were patient and understanding. <laughs> if we're talking about uh, difficult people to photograph, um, they, they, were, they were difficult artists, for sure. Great photo, man. The colors, everything. Just oh, one you. of my faves. All right, let's do one more. Uh, let me see. I want, I want to make sure I get... Yeah, it's this one. Oh, yeah. Strong. Oh, thank you. Strong photo. Thank you. This was a photo of two of my friends. I shot this in college, actually, um, of them in bed for a series I did on sexuality uh, at a predominantly Christian university. Um, I... I always took issue with the way that we were kind of censored as, as photography students and um, all of these, uh, everything from the series kind of uh, ha had stories with it and um, the people in them. And this was kind of like my, my one on, you know, sex and intimacy. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I still, I still wish I had gone further with the series, but uh, yeah, that's what that one was. That's a lot of emotions. It, 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 just just now, seeing it now, I, I'm seeing new things that I didn't see in the research yesterday already. It's 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 complex, man. Wow, you got it. Those two are still together. They live in Pasadena. No way. That's good. That's great. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Okay. Yeah. I think we're we're done with that portion of the program, uh, Ren. No, I, I mean, look, you've been so generous with your time. Time has flown. This has been so fun. Brent. Well, I mean, thank you for having me. I I don't think I've ever done a like a video po or podcast really at all. So it's cool to to talk. I I um I saw that you interviewed Greta from Vampire Weekend. Uh, yes, super I, nice. I'm like a huge Vampire Weekend friend. My friend. Yeah sorry fan my friend brian plays guitar for them right now and oh he, he's phenomenal he's so good he's i just so good yeah i that's a side note i just love i love Vampire. it's like a shout out like a shout out to, to, to yeah yeah no no they're great they're great and uh but Ren, no really like you're you're such an important part of, of rock and roll and music oh my and, God. Uh, 
you are you are you know what like i'm a fan i'm a fan and we're so honored to to have had you here <laughs> and, and you know th thank you so much for your time ren and we hope that uh, and we and i know you know, look the music industry has survived two world wars an economic recession the music industry will be back um it'll be right. back. and we have we have a lot of important things to tend to uh with all this time on our hands so it is good to be able to use our, our voices, our platforms, our yeah. resources, our money. Yeah, thanks help. for doing that. Thanks for encouraging that, absolutely. Yeah, it's big. Thank you so much, Ren. Thank you for your time. Oh, thank All you, right. Jamie. Have Stay a great fun. day. All right, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.